What's going on, everyone? Welcome to a Tuesday edition of Back Your Play with Q. As always, I'm your host, Rich Quinones. Check us out on the YouTube channel, Rich Q on Q. You guys have been amazing with the engagement, the banter, the dialogue, the comments, the subscriptions as well. So we certainly uh, appreciate the uh, loyal viewership. And you can always follow along on Twitter at Rich Q on Q. Uh, wow. So week one is in the books, um, but a couple storylines to come out uh, and we'll get to the big one. And uh, as we do that, we welcome in our NFL guru, our good friend Lloyd Vance, kind enough to join us on a Tuesday edition of BYP. All right, so there you have it. I wait six to eight months. Here we go out of the cave, the courtship, the flirting, the teasing, the marriage, four snaps in Aaron Rodgers tears his ACL. And that folks might be all she wrote, not only for Aaron Rodgers, but for the New York Jets, who still got to win last night in overtime against the Bills, 22-16, a, a gut check moxie win, if you will. But wow, um, I don't even know where I, I mean, where do we start with this one, Lloyd? Because I I actually feel bad for Aaron Rodgers and I feel bad for the Jet fan base, the players, the team, the franchise, because without a doubt, without a doubt, this is the definition of. They can never have nice things and a snake-bitten franchise. And we saw last night in the rain, MetLife against the Bills, Monday Night Football, on a play that some considered maybe there was a tackle issue, maybe Rodgers should have thrown it away. Fluky play, but at the end of the day, the news comes down today, confirmed what we pretty much knew, torn ACL, Rodgers will miss the entire season. Yeah, Q, it was it was very unfortunate in a situation that kind of reminded me of growing up in Philadelphia, uh, Randall Cunningham and Bryce Paul. You know, it, it was the first game of the season, high expectations. Everybody was looking forward to everything. And, and then, on them. wow, next thing you know, your quarterback's on a cart and your season's gone by the wayside. But uh, to the Jets' credit, they, they kept fighting. Um, and, and I think, you know, Salah, who we talked about, is on a hot seat. He's going to keep trying to keep this team together. And when I look at this group, you talk about Brees Hall and Dalvin Cook leaning on that running game, that offensive line that you talked about, particularly those tackles and Brown and Beckton, you know, they're more road grader types. They're going to run the football. And then defensively, uh, this group can play with anybody. Yeah. I, I, I know – they were talking about 85 Bears. I'm not ready to say all that, but this is a group that we saw can change the, the whole temperature of a game in terms of turnovers and everything, but it was very unfortunate. And I kind of agree with you. At 39, will Aaron Rodgers want to come back? And this is a very bad injury. Uh, nice little uh, side note with 1991, Philadelphia Eagles. My buddies and I were texting last night, and a lot of them were all diehard Eagles fans as well. And that was uh, Green Bay on the road. And then 94, he tore up his knee as well. So that was 91 opening day, which, I mean, think about this, right? I've been in locker rooms covering teams and players. You've been in locker rooms over the years covering teams and players. I can't even imagine the all the window dressing we talked about, right? Six, seven, eight months. The buildup you know, and, and just waiting and just seeing a taste of it, you know, training camp, a taste of it in preseason. And a lot of people are saying, hey, with that calf string, maybe that was a precursor. I don't know. We'll get into the play in a moment. But if you're a Jet fan, 
it, it, it harkens back, you know, you reminisce to 1999 Testa opening day against New England, right? Off the fumble, trying to grab the loose ball after the Jets went to the AFC championship in 98, the previous year losing to Denver. I mean, I, I, I just deflating, demoralizing, in shock. I mean, my cousin is a diehard Jets fan. He was at the game last night and he just, he just texts me, you know, what the F like you've, you've got to be kidding me. Um, they won the game, right? Yeah. They won the game, but you know, win the battle, lose the war. I mean, I, I just can't imagine how this just deflates the entire team and franchise going forward, losing what, uh, you know, uh, the, the, the level of player that Aaron Rodgers is even at 39 with the, hopes and dreams, the aspirations of getting to the Super Bowl. Yeah, Q, and deflating is a great word that you use there. And, and it's unfortunate, and, and this fan base was energized. I watched all the hard knocks, and, and I talked to some people that worked on it, some of my friends who are NFL films, yep. and they told me just big crowds at training camp and, mm-hmm. you know, the Jet fans, this is finally our turn. You know, we're going to beat Belichick and get a, get a Super Bowl title, division title, and you know, it's it all thrown by the wayside. And, and you could just see the fans, you know, Fireman Ed and all those guys with their heads in their hands, just like, oh, my goodness, not again. You know, and, and, and you harken back to Joe Willie Namath. He won that Super Bowl for him way back in the day, a game nobody thought they could win against Baltimore Colts. And it's just been downhill since then. And, and uh, I was just looking at a graphic. You know, the last quarterback to start every game for them was in, like, 2015, and it was Fitz Magic. So they've had a ton of quarterbacks uh, go down with injuries in a variety of, of situations. Now they're all going to rally, they're saying, around Patrick Wil- uh, Zach Wilson, uh, the young man they drafted number one last year out of BYU, uh, can make some plays here and there, but it, he still makes too many mistakes. And, and it's a shame because they really have a great core uh, that was around Aaron Rodgers, particularly Garrett Wilson. I know you and I were texting about that catch. I mean, the guy was just he's incredible. He's one he he's gonna be one of those young receivers that if he gets the opportunity, he could be as good as a Jefferson, as good as a Chase. And uh you wanted to see him with Rogers. They ran for a buck seventy-two. Hall had one twenty-seven. They were averaging about thirteen a tote. Um listen to defense play lights out. I mean, where did they go from here? I know it's gonna be coach speak with with, with Robert Sala. We're, we're going to rally behind Zach Wilson. You got the odds for all these other veteran quarterbacks out there. You know, people are having fun. Maybe it's Tom Brady. I find it ironic the timing. Brady sends out video of him shooting hoops with his son. I think that's kind of a, hey, man, I don't want no parts of this. I mean, you watched the game last night, that offensive line. And, you know, you look at the play, and a lot of people play when they, they say when they chop like that and you miss the block, quarterback should get rid of the football. I'm in no way, shape, or form blaming Aaron Rodgers. It's just an unfortunate incident. You know, people now will sit there and say, it's the turf, it's the turf. I've always been an advocate for grass. I understand where they're coming from. Uh, I would be pissed off, to be honest, if 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 I had to go through that as a fan, if I dealt with that as well. Um, I know there's a couple of reports. Jordan Schultz said the Chiefs, I'm sorry, the Jets have inquired about former Chiefs quarterback Chad Henning, retired last season after uh, the Super Bowl win. Uh, he knows Hackett's system. You know, there's names out there, Foles and Minshew. I know maybe people were saying, hey, if Minnesota 
you know, if the Jets can get through the first couple of weeks, Minnesota goes 0-4, 1-5. Do they think about trading Cousins? Do you have Stafford? I'd have to look at those numbers per se. But in all honesty, I mean, Zach Wilson made a couple plays last night. He got bailed out uh, by uh, Garrett Wilson on that ridiculous one-handed grab in the corner of the end zone. Um, but man, I, I just, you know, how much can you put on this defense right now? And what's the, what's the backup plan? Do you honestly believe in your heart of hearts? They believe they can win going forward with Zach Wilson. Oh, you know, I, I do kind of tend to agree with you in terms of the coach speak and, and we're going to rally around this guy. It's next man up and, and, you know, they're going to harken back to 2008 when the same thing happened to the New England Patriots and, and, Matt Castle was able to lead them to a 10 and 6 season. Yes, they didn't make the playoffs, but that team was still pretty successful based on a running game and a physical defense. And, and that's what this group is going to have to lean on. But, you know, Wilson's still got to cut down on his mistakes. He was 14 and 21, 140 yards. Uh, he had a very bad interception to Matt Milano. And then uh, he had one TD, which we talked about to Wilson. But he was also sacked three times. He still kind of holds the football too long and uh, puts the ball in harm's way. And you're just like, ooh, you know. So I, I think that Salah, you know, and Joe Douglas, who drafted him, he's a general manager, uh, they're stuck with him and they're going to try to ride with him. I, I've heard all kinds of crazy names today in terms of, you know, Carson Wentz, Nick Foles. And, uh, somebody even brought up Kaepernick and, and uh, we know that they're not going to go in these directions. They, what are they, we doing? What are they're we going doing? to go with Zach Wilson. And I still think they're probably going to find a younger developmental tech quarterback to kind of bring in there and, and be the third guy. Because, you know, a lot of times when you bring that veteran guy in to be that, that third quarterback or whatever, you're going to have somebody looking over their shoulder. And, and we've seen how Zach Wilson, uh, last time when they had White there, uh, he was looking over his shoulder and he just was not performing very well. He's guaranteed, Rodgers is guaranteed 2023 salary, roster bonus, 2024 salary, roster bonus, total of $75 million. Uh, honestly, I really just, when he got up and went back down, it looked like he got shot. I knew right away I texted you, it had to be Achilles. Um, I was told five minutes after it was Achilles um, by several people. <laughs> and I, I just... I really don't know how a franchise like the Jets, the Jets, who have been so snake bitten and just a very fragile psyche, if you think about it. I mean, I'm surprised the, the fan base wasn't jumping off the Bears um, uh, Narrow Bridge, you know, uh, the Brooklyn Bridge. You know, they, yeah. they they weren't driving to New Year's Bridge last night because it's it's one thing to lose a quarterback. It's one thing to lose a Hall of Fame quarterback. But it's a totally different animal and conversation when you put all your eggs in one said basket and that basket is Aaron Rodgers and mortgaging to some extent the future to make one run at it and four friggin' snaps into the season and he goes down. Like, I'm not trying to kick a man when he's down or, you know, the old adage, piss on anyone's grave. I'm not tap dancing on the Jet fans' graves. I'm... I feel for you guys like the defense will have to rally and win games and make plays. And I don't really necessarily think it's the smartest thing to go after some of these veterans. I mean, listen, they're not going to come in right away and play. It's right. going to take a couple of weeks here and there to get acclimated. I mean, maybe this can be the 
to some extent, Trent Green going down and Kurt Warner coming out. And we know what Wilson is. Kurt Warner wasn't, you know, no disrespect. He's a Hall of Famer. But at the time, he was no one bagging groceries. So you have to rally around this if you're the Jets. And to your point, for a head coach who we thought was on the hot seat, if this team wins eight games or nine games with Zach Wilson and they get into the playoffs, give this man coach of the year. I mean, that's that's doing one of your best coaching jobs uh, of all time, if you will. I just, man, had, I just, for the life of me, don't know how this team's going to respond over the next several weeks. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. And, and, and I think first and foremost, it, Cook was a very, you know, how that, that, that signing is looking a lot better and he was explosive. And, and we talked about yeah. Brees Hall and that long TD run that yep. he had, and he's looking very healthy. Uh, they'd be very smart to just kind of go old, old school. You know, I, I remember when the Jets made the, uh, their big runs with Sanchez and, and they made the uh, AFC championship game and Thomas Jones and, and Sean Green and a bunch of those guys were running the football down people's throats. So, you know, it, it may not be pretty football. It may not be what people want to see, but, uh, if if they're smart, that's what they'll do. And and then that defense, let's not forget about them. You know, Whitehead had three interceptions, and, and you know, uh, Quinton Williams, who who was my defensive player of the year pick, he is just a pocket crusher. He's playing very well. You know, almost at a level like Aaron Donald was a couple of years ago. And then his brother played very well at the linebacking position. So they have playmakers all along that defense. And and maybe they'll do like that Eagles team that I talked about way back in the day. They just rallied around Jim McMahon, and they had that great defense that just scared, you know, the opponent after opponent. So it, it's going to be tough, Q. Uh, we talked about their schedule before. Uh, they go to Dallas this yep. week, then they have New England, yep. Kansas City, yep. at Denver, and then they have Philadelphia, and they finally wow. have their bye in week seven. But, you know, they, they're going to try to pick up the pieces – and, and like you were saying, it, I, I just don't see any of these veteran quarterbacks coming back because it's just so hard with these systems. And we saw it last year with Baker Mayfield when he went to the Rams. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he had that magical night where he won that one game after being there only a couple of days. But then it just all fell apart yeah. after that. He didn't win many games after that because, you know, you want a guy that's there and he's been through training camp. He's worked with the quarterback coach and offensive coordinator. And, you know, it, it's going to be interesting to see if Wilson can seize this opportunity. Yeah, it's hard to just get off off the sofa and play. By the way, that 91 Eagles team, I think they went through five quarterbacks. I mean, I'm not going to sit here and say their season is cooked, the Jets. I, I'm not because you can win games with defense. But, you know, a team that we might say is really in trouble, not comparing Aaron Rodgers going down. It's a team they played last night in Buffalo up. Uh, Josh Allen, four turnovers, three picks, one fumble loss. You mentioned a three to Whitehead, who, oh, by the way, I think had an incentive kicker for 250000 <laughs> yeah. If he got three picks, he got him in one night. Good for the kid. 42 turnovers and 50 games for Josh Allen. And Josh Allen, I think, is too talented of a quarterback to, you know, make those types of mistakes. Um, I'm just wondering now if you can really – ultimately win and now the debate's going to be well maybe Stefan Diggs kind of knew something but then you hear Michael Irvin earlier today just get on McDermott and Diggs and say you can't call out the quarterback you can't be as demonstrative on the sideline and point or do like this and that's yeah. that's conversation for another day but 
Alan, to me, reminds me of that great line, which where there were many in Scarface, where Sosa, Alejandro Sosa and Al Pacino, Tony Montana, are walking and they're talking. And uh, Omar Suarez just died a horrible death. Boom, boom. He was the informant. And Sosa turns around and goes, bah, 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 bah. And his judgment stinks. To me, <laughs> that's Josh Allen. His judgment stinks. Like, you're allowed to eat a play. You're allowed on third and seven if you're scrambling and nothing's there. Throw it away and live to fight another day. I mean, those picks were bad picks. And we've seen this all the time. And I'm wondering now, you know, when we start to look at the pantheon of great quarterbacks in the AFC, I'm starting to say to myself, I can probably grab six, seven, eight, nine quarterbacks right now that I would take over Josh Allen. Well, and, you know, Q, a lot of this is things that we saw when he was at Wyoming. You know, And I call it hero ball. A lot of times that's what he's trying to do. He's just trying to make these big plays. And, and you know, when you play quarterback, you got to be efficient sometimes and, and eat the football and, and, you know, live to fight another down. And, and you see him, he's taken on – uh, and I, I talk about this for years. You know, he's taking on these these big uh, defensive linemen, these linebackers. He's throwing his shoulder into him. He's jumping in the air, taking unnecessary hits. He he got sacked five times in this game. And, and then you talk about his judgment. It, uh, he has a his offensive line is pretty good. You know, he has guys like Dawkins and up up front. They're doing a good job, and they're giving him time. And he's just not letting these roots progress and and putting himself in harm's way. So. Yes, he's a big physical guy, and, and uh, but you just wonder when that next hit's going to come because it, it just reminds me a lot of Andrew Luck and, and Steve McNair. You know, they're physical guys, and, and, and they play through these types of situations. Like, you know, uh, he had the shoulder, he had the shin um, in the past, and, and uh, he's just got to – he's got to use his head, as you were saying, you know, and that's what Sean McDermott was saying. Said? Is there something to be said with now Diggs? I mean, do you look at Diggs and say, well, maybe he was on to something? I don't like the theatrics. Like, to me, man, I yeah. was never a fan. You don't call out your teammates, right? You just the, – the quarterback, by nature of the position of the sport, touches the ball the most, under center, the recognizable face, the, quote, face of the franchise. Um, but put that to the side, you know, is, is Diggs correct with, you know, the assertion that, in so many words, hey, we, we have to have better play, to paraphrase, better play from the quarterback, right? I mean, you can't continuously turn. You know, if, if this is any other quarterback we're talking about, aside from the Patrick Mahomes's, you know, can't say Aaron Rodgers because he's done for the season, but, you know, the Justin Herberts, the Joe Burrows, the Josh Allen, if it's any other quarterback named Josh Allen, uh, we'd be crushing him. We'd be killing him right now. Yeah, he, he's definitely regressed, and, and he's just wondering, you know, is that we talked about that window closing on this, this, this franchise. They were so close a couple of years ago. They lose the overtime game in Kansas City, and everybody says, oh, we'll be back. You know, it's almost like the Dr. J famous line, we owe you one. And, you know, I, I just don't know if, if, you know, everything changes each season, and I think – Dable going to the Giants, that was huge, you know, because he always kept uh, Allen under wraps. He, he kind of was like, look, man, you got to be smart with the football, got to protect the football. This is a quality team. You can't turn it over. And, and now he's got Ken Dorsey. And Ken Dorsey, 
you know, he's kind of a nondescript guy. And, and yeah. I just don't know if he's buying into his message. So it, you wonder, is this the precursor of, of something that could become a very ugly season? And, you know, I, I always thought they could overcome it because all the talent, particularly Diggs and all the guys we talked about. But Miami is breathing down their necks. I mean, Miami is looking very good right now. And, and it's going to be interesting to see if the Bills could rebound from this, put it behind them. But there's just too many situations, like you're saying, is there dissension in the ranks, whether it's it's Diggs or, you know, some of the all guy, other guys on the offensive side or the defense upset because they're always doing their job and then turning football over, putting them in bad situations. Uh, you're wondering about this locker room. And Sean McDermott's been there, uh, I think, six, seven years. And, and you wonder how much longer all of this is going to stay together before it falls apart. Let me give you quarterbacks right now. You tell me, would you take them right now over Josh Allen, Tua? For week one, yes. I, I, his performance, yes, I would take over. Yeah, Josh Allen. Lamar Jackson. Whew. I'll go Josh Allen over Lamar because that, that, oh, that was a, a win, but no. Uh, Burrow, based on week one – <laughs> Overall, just say I, right now. I, I still say, yeah, Burrow. I mean, come on, Burrow. Burrow is Trevor to Lawrence. me when he's healthy. Yeah, Trevor, Trevor Lawrence. Lawrence definitely take him above him. You're not going to do any of the rookies, Jimmy G. No, <laughs> I Jimmy ask. G did play well Russell this Will- week. I got to and- ask. I got to ask. He's there, yeah. Russell Wilson. Another guy who the big arm has fallen apart. I'd still say Allen because he's younger. Patrick Mahomes. I mean, obviously, take Mahomes over anybody. I, the best. I, I would take right now Lamar Jackson, Tua, Burrow, Herbert, Lawrence, Patrick Mahomes all over Josh Allen. That's just in the AFC. And if Rodgers. Yeah, and he's always, you know, we talked about him last year. He was the MVP candidate, and everybody says, oh, he's going to make that big jump. Well, He's regressing, and, yeah. and, and he, he he better stop reading his own press clippings and, and go out there and just put his head down and get to work. And uh, you know, Cook didn't look too bad rushing the football. They got to find a running game behind him because he he's running those quarterback draws and, and all that stuff, and he's getting hit way too much. Yeah, and and by the way, you know, Cook could have signed with Miami. I'm just yeah, yeah, you know? and this is the this is yeah, the, the, and the. You know, Dalvin's younger brother, he, he, he looked okay. But uh, Damian Harris, their, their guy that they got for Patriots, he, he really didn't have yeah. – he had like two touches in the game. So, yeah. you know, it, it was an ugly game. And, and you just sit, kept thinking, all right, Buffalo's going to seize the day here. And, and, you know, and I saw that uh, ball bounce off the upright and go through 50 yards and they go to overtime. I said, all right, they're going to find a way. Yeah. They punt the ball and Gibson, that kid, takes it to the house. So. Yeah. Yeah, you know the Bills are another team. Maybe they're sneak bitten too. And my cousin was like, "Listen, one of the worst games ever, and one of the best games ever, right?" Because of the <laughs> roller coaster. Yeah, so, all right. a lot of midway, highs and lows. Yeah, midway through a, a Tuesday edition of BYP, we'll step aside. We'll come back on the other side. Lloyd and I will go around the league and we'll recap Week One. We got game balls and lackeys as always as we do advances. Be on a Tuesday edition of BYP. Keep it locked in here on the YouTube channel as well. Rich Q on Q.